Roses are red. Someone is dead. You used to be such a sweet, optimistic little girl. I just don't know what happened, said with a wink and a smile. The ridiculously priced reduced flowers for your place opening night will be ready and on time. I promise, Juliet. Where's Annie, Sarah Lynn said, looking around. She's sick, Emma said. Tanya is coming to help out, but we will not get anything done if you sit there and keep asking me questions. Sarah Lynn rolled her eyes, picked her keys up off the counter, and turned to leave. She stopped, ran behind the counter, and threw her arms around her sister. Is dad coming tonight? Emma asked. He said he would be there, Sarah Lynn said. The death of their mother had been particularly hard on their father. They were high school sweethearts who many said married way too young. They proved them wrong, however, starting a successful woodworking business and beautiful family. Emma loved working with her hands, and she knew that came from her father. Thirty minutes after Emma finally managed to show her sister out the door, Tanya showed up. She jumped right in like she worked at the shop. She might as well have, Emma thought. Tanya was the reason she was Park Ridge's florist. She had helped her friend find the perfect shop, the perfect vendors, the perfect everything. Well, almost everything. She continually tried to set Emma up on blind dates in search of the perfect man. Emma placated her occasionally, but more often than not, declined. Oh, please come and meet him, Tanya would say. He is perfect for you. The perfect man does not exist, Emma would reply every time, with the exception of your Charles, I am sure. This, of course, did not stop Tanya from trying. Emma finished the flower arrangements for the play, paying special attention to the intricate flower crown that her sister would wear playing Juliet, while Tanya took care of the rest of the day's orders. They loaded the refrigerated delivery van with the arrangements for the play, as well as two deliveries that needed to be made. Will you lock up the shop, Emma asked, and maybe meet me at the theater in about an hour? I've got a delivery at the hospital and then at the Templeton house. It should not take long. Of course I will, Tanya said. Now scoot. Emma gave her friend a quick hand squeeze and a kiss on the cheek. She hopped in her van and looked at the delivery roster. First stop was the hospital. A football player from the local high school had been hurt the previous Friday night, and all the cheerleaders had pitched in for a get-well bouquet. Emma was not sure it was the right gift for a teenage boy. After seeing his face when the flowers and balloons came in, however, she decided it was the perfect gift. After all, everyone likes to get flowers. She returned to her van and looked at the address for the final delivery. It was for Mrs. Alexandra Templeton from her husband. The Templetons were the wealthiest family in Park Ridge and the most charitable. They created the Temple Foundation to fund a myriad of activities across the region, including the Park Ridge Community Theater. Mr. William Bernard Templeton had called Emma's flower shop two days before to order anniversary flowers for his wife. I want something grand, he told Emma. It's our 38th anniversary. Spare no expense. She spent almost two hours designing the perfect arrangement with roses, lilies, and sprays. On his way to work that morning, Mr. Templeton had stopped in the shop to personally fill out a card. She watched his smile as he considered the perfect thing to write, and for a moment, it reminded her of her own parents. Emma pulled up to the extravagant house the Templetons lived in and texted Tanya that she would be on her way to the theater soon. She pulled the large arrangement out of the van and walked up the steps to the front door. As she reached out to ring the bell, Emma noticed the door was open about three inches. She looked around to see if anyone was milling about, and seeing no sign of anyone, rang the doorbell. After a few minutes, no one answered. The flower arrangement was getting heavy, and Emma was working on a small window of time to finish the delivery and make it to the theater. Hello, she said loudly into the house. Hello, Mrs. Templeton, it's Emma Flowers. I have a delivery for you. Still no response. Emma pushed the door open a bit more, thinking that with a house so large, it was possible that no one had heard her. She peered around the open door into a large entryway. Hello, Emma shouted into the house. Is anyone here? After a few more moments, she opened the large front door, open enough to slip in, closing it firmly behind her. She put the flowers on a large wooden and glass table, sitting amidst marble floors in the grand entryway, and pulled out her cell phone.
She referred to the delivery log looking for a contact number. She realized she had forgotten to write one down, an offense for which she continuously scolded Annie. There was a delivery time written down, however, and Mr. Templeton had assured Emma that his wife would be home at this time. She looked around again. Is there anyone here? She said. Hello? Emma had decided that Mrs. Templeton may have accidentally left the front door ajar on her way to a neighbor's house or something, so she decided to leave the flowers with a note. She looked down the hallway and headed toward the kitchen, thinking there would be something to write on. She had just put the flowers down the kitchen island when she noticed someone lying on the floor. She ran over and found Mrs. Templeton laying on her back, her eyes shut. Mrs. Templeton, are you okay? She said, putting her hands on the woman's shoulders. Emma thought she had merely fainted until she noticed a pool of blood on the floor beside her. It appeared the blood was coming from her back. She pulled her cell phone out of her pocket and dialed 911 before texting Tanya to let her know she would be a bit longer than expected.